and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Show some mercy. Have you ever heard someone say that? Mercy is something that is so very, very vital to living a life that is, um, well, let's just say that's, that's livable because we all need mercy. Now, I'm not saying that the opposite of mercy is not necessary. The opposite of mercy would be justice. Justice is absolutely necessary. Justice is dealing with the consequences of someone's wrong actions. It has to do with uh, a level of retribution, legal retribution. Uh, justice is accountability. It's, it's holding the offender responsible. And justice involves restitution, uh, it is, it is uh, somehow the other uh, recompensing the, the, the victim of, of the crime. And, and, uh, and God is a God of justice. Let's just make that very, very clear right here in the outset because we're talking about mercy today, but we want everyone to know that justice is absolutely necessary as well. But mercy, mercy at its most basic level could be defined as not getting what is truly deserved. Not getting what is truly deserved. Not getting the consequences. Not getting the retribution. Um, so that is, that is mercy at its basic level, but we're going to look at it a little bit more in depth today. We have been looking at the Beatitudes from the Sermon on the Mount. And we are now at the fifth beatitude, and it is found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. And here it says this, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Now, here in this fifth beatitude, it is a part of the overall larger what is known as the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus' greatest sermon ever. And we have looked at, at the first four Beatitudes. Now, by the way, the Sermon on the Mount comprises three chapters here in Matthew, chapters 5, 6, and 7. So it's an extended sermon, but the Beatitudes are, are the introduction to the sermon, and oh, how powerful they are. And so we've looked at the first four Beatitudes. Uh, the first one, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The second one, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The third one, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And the fourth one, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And those first four Beatitudes basically deal with the inner person, the inner man. And the last four, though, that we're launching into today, the last four deal primarily with the outer actions that come from the inner uh, reality. And so we are looking today again at blessed are those who are merciful. Uh, what is the source of, of, of mercy. We, we need to know that. And we're looking at three things about mercy today. We're looking at the source. We're looking at the reality and the outcome of mercy. What is the source of mercy? Lamentations. The Old Testament book of Lamentations follows the book of Jeremiah, and it is believed that uh, Jeremiah wrote uh, the book of Lamentations. He was known as the weeping prophet. And in Lamentations 
chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, we read this, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Don't you just love that passage? Here Jeremiah has, known as the weeping prophet, weeps over the sin, the sin of his people. And and he is crying out against it and he is calling them to repentance and he is not seeing them do that. And so in the midst of his, of his heartbrokenness, in the midst of his uh, a cry to repentance, he remembers the steadfast love of the Lord that never ceases. And out of that love, God in his great love, he extends his mercy. His mercies never come to an end. They're new. They're new every morning. Great is the faithfulness of our God. Again, God in his great love extends mercy to us. He extends that which we uh, uh, do not deserve. And he, and, and, and he uh, keeps us from getting what we really deserve. And that can only happen because God in His great love came down here and became a man and He took our retribution. He took our punishment. God's justice uh, was, was not overlooked. God's justice was poured out upon Himself when Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sin, to take the consequences, the, the legal consequences of our, of our sin. And so, uh, so as we think about the source of mercy that comes from God, we realize that we receive that mercy as we, and, and this comes right out of the first four, right out of the first four Beatitudes, we receive that mercy as we acknowledge our own poverty, our own helplessness. Blessed are the poor in spirit. You know, I have nothing. I bring nothing to God. There's nothing that I can do to get this mercy. But I acknowledge my own poverty. We receive mercy as we mourn over our sin. Blessed are those who mourn because they'll be comforted. We receive mercy as we meekly, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, as we meekly humble ourselves before God. We receive mercy as we hunger and thirst, and, and that hunger and thirst is directed toward the righteousness of God. You know, uh, Jesus told the story about a Pharisee that stood out before the temple out in the street, and he and he just kind of stuck his chest out, and he says, I'm not like these other people. I'm a great guy. I pay tithes. I do all of these good things. And Jesus said, look over there. Over there's a guy on his face. Over there's a guy that is beating his chest and, and on his knees, and he's saying, be merciful to me, a sinner, God. Be merciful to me, a sinner. And that is the person that receives mercy, not the prideful one that says, look at who I am and what I've done. But it's the one that, that uh, will acknowledge his own helplessness, hopelessness, poverty, and great need and cry out to God for mercy. We receive that mercy. Now, what is the reality of mercy as we think about blessed are those who are merciful? The, 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 the greater sermon, the greater part of the Sermon on the Mount shows us what mercy looks like. Uh, in chapter 5, verses 21 through 26, we see that mercy seeks reconciliation as it goes and humbles him, as a person goes and humbles himself asking for forgiveness. Because in verses um, 21 through 26, uh, God talks about somebody 
that uh, that comes to to uh, offer their gift at the altar, but they remember that there's something that their brother has against them, and their brother has that against them because they've offended, they've hurt that brother, and it, and it, and he says, just leave your gift at the altar, go quickly, and reconcile with the brother. Mercy seeks reconciliation. Uh, chapter 5 of Matthew verses 38 to 42 shows us that there is no retaliation, not retaliating uh, against someone that, that maybe has, has hurt us in some way. Uh, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, but I say re, uh, don't resist the evil person. Whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other to himself, to, to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat. Whoever forces you to go one mile with him, go two. Whoever asks of you do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you uh, and so there is no retaliation in when someone does us wrong and furthermore mercy loves and prays for our enemies man that's a tough one isn't it but Jesus in chapter 5 verses 43 to 48 talks about uh, this when he says you've heard it said that, that you love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I say to you love your enemies and pray for those that persecute you that's mercy Chapter 7, verses 1 to 5 talk about not judging. And what it's talking about here, it's not talking about don't be discerning and don't be able to uh, uh, inspect fruit, but it's talking about don't have a condescending, condemning judgment. You can't judge somebody's heart. You can't judge where God alone can judge. Don't judge, and that's extending mercy. And then finally, in chapter 7, verse 12, we have the golden rule. In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you. This is the law and the prophets. Do to others the what you would have them do to you. That's mercy, acting in mercy. When somebody wrongs you, not getting back at them. That is so very, very important. Well, you could summarize the reality of mercy by saying this. It is an inner heart of compassion with actions, outer actions that match. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are those that have an inner heart of compassion and empathy and sympathy, but, but that goes beyond the inner heart that actually is matched by the actions that happen outside. That's a merciful person. That's what God wants. What is the outcome of this mercy? Because this is a beatitude here. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. The outcome of, of, of being merciful, first of all, is we experience that blessing, blessed. And remember, uh, from an earlier podcast, we said that that word blessed means to be fortunate, to be really happy. We all want happiness. And, and uh, the theme of this study is real, soul-satisfying satisf- happiness. And we chase happiness in all kinds of places and try to get happiness in all kinds of ways. But genuine, true, genuine, true happiness comes only, only from God's way. And, and so when we are merciful, we experience that, that blessedness, that real happiness that doesn't go away, even in the midst of difficulty, even in the midst of having to show mercy because we've, we, we could retaliate.
And then uh, it says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. You know, we have already received mercy in in, uh, God forgiving us of our sins and not holding our sins. We've been recipients of mercy, and because of that, we can now be merciful, but it just comes right back again. Uh, God continues to pour mercy on us as we are merciful. We live in the mercy of Almighty God. We continue to experience God's mercy in our lives. That undeserved, undeserved, uh, not getting what we deserve. Aren't you glad of that? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. I ask you this question as I close this podcast today. Are you a person that extends mercy? You know, if you're not a merciful person, then the chances are you've never received the mercy of God. Unmerciful people uh, are, are probably not children of God are probably not saved. And so if you struggle with having mercy, go to God and say, God, help me to remember how merciful you have been to me in forgiving me and help me to be merciful to others. Well, until next time, when we look at the next beatitude, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.